welcome to this week's Sports Girls podcast. I'm Denise O'Flaherty. Sunday saw the finals of the TG Cahar All-Ireland Ladies Football Championship and this week we have reaction from all the games and the 42.ie's Emma Duffy also gives her views on the three entertaining finals. So the results from Sunday, the All-Ireland Ladies Junior Final Antrim 113, Fermanagh 113 and the two sides must do it all again on August the 13th. So here are the views of Fermanagh manager James Daly and Antrim boss Emma Kelly. you live to fight another day yeah look anybody who watched that game will know that was a great advertisement today for ladies football okay and it shows the quality that's in in the junior game two good teams battled it out and could have went either way Uh, both teams got calls you know either way maybe maybe they shouldn't have got okay but that's that's the game and and we're we're delighted disappointed whenever they scored the point and looked at the clock and thought there was 30 seconds and some people were panicking get the ball up field my thought was don't lose the kick out Okay, and our thought was get the make sure the kick out safe. I seen that happen with Fermana over ten years ago. Rushed the thing, rushed the kick out, ball over the bar and they were put out. So didn't want that to happen. So, but we're uh, we're, we're delighted. I think a hold of the game. That goal, we'll talk about it. If Blaheen hadn't have taken a touch to us, would it have ended up in the back of the net? You don't know. Okay, I, I thought Denise we got off to a fast start than we normally do. We got the first two two points on the board, but then Antrim really kicked it up a gear. Okay, and we we struggled. We struggled with the long ball into to, to Prenter, okay, who's top top player. So and we struggled with that pretty much. We got we got to grips with it. We didn't have time. We were we were a bit down, and we made a wee change at half time that kind of sorted that out for us, okay. And we were we were much better, much more balanced team. They got a yellow card in the middle of the second half, which gave us a wee bit of an advantage. But then you know when we needed 15 in the field, they got a yellow card for the last four and a half minutes, and it, it, it was a yellow card. I'm not going to disagree with you. Are you pleased with how your team played today, you know, the character that they showed when they did fall behind? Of course. This is a team that when we played the first game of the league, we lost by 21 points. We've lost, from our from our starting team last year, we've lost eight starters, OK, for one reason or another, they've took, it, they've took the year out. And we had to go out into the county and dig it out and find, find more players and... And like, like, I, I couldn't tell you for sure, but the amount of 19 and 20 year olds is starting out there for us today, you know, and they're the ones who showed serious character. Yes, you've got the you've got the Molly, Molly like, good old Molly. She's 21 years old. You know what I mean? She looks, yeah. she plays like she's 28. So you know, yeah. Shannon McQuaid, Sarah McCarvel, Brenda Bannon, right, right through there. But then tucked in around them, you've so many good young players. You know, like Emma Keane in a cornerback. Like what a player there five minutes ago. You know what I mean? To, to pick, pick. I don't know who it was. Picked a pocket. But look, it showed a lot of character. And, and we've shown that all year. Okay, like in one of the first rounds of the championship, in the in the, in the back doors, we were down, we were down five six points at one time, and came back and won. And and that's that's in this team. I'll also add when you've got two players like Blahinbog, Blahinbog and, and Emer Schmidt, or two girls could could start for any team. Okay, they have a supporting cast, all right, who are unreal. Okay, and they know they do they do a lot of the, the grunt work and the donkey work and and win the ball and get the ball shipped off to. Uh, to the girls, and, and they, you know, for the most part, they say Sarah, Sarah Britton stepped up at a brilliant point late in the game. Young Aaron Tierney, young Aaron Tierney's a minor. To kick that point over the bar to equalise the game in Crow Park, that's unreal. So there's a lot of there's a lot of character in this team, and they've sh- they showed it again today. Where, 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 when the chips were, we got down by four points at one point, and I thought the next score was important yeah. for us, and, and we got the next. Does this mess up the honeymoon, the replay? 
Of course it does, but we just have to we just have to deal with it. We, we we have a contingency plan in place, you know. And I was joking with Karen Toker before the game about uh, about this, and Karen's like, let's not let's not do let's not do draws. And, and, and I'm saying, please don't do a draw. So um, I'm supposed to come back on the 13th. The game's on the 13th, so that'll have to be changed. Um, but at the same time. You're look glad at, that it is messing up things. Uh, look at I am I am I am happy. I am going to get married either way. I'm going to have a nice wee time in Portugal, but we're still in the championship. And, and our goal setting out, every team's goal setting out, is to win the All Ireland. James, what about your, your uh, view of the disallowed goal? Look at it. It's, it's, I was I, I couldn't understand at the time, but the lanes woman says to me, "There's a camera." Okay, and I don't know whether there is a camera, but she said to me, I says, I says, how can he give the goal, walk out, both umpires are standing there, and then all of a sudden he takes a stroll back into the goals, okay? I, I don't understand, okay? But like, if, it was, if it was a square ball, it was a square ball. Well, where's the rule in the game that talks about the camera? No, no, exactly. Hawkeye has been moved. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I, I agree with you, and, and I, like, like, I've never seen it before. Could have been worse. She couldn't get on a bus disappointed. To be honest, we are disappointed. We thought we threw it away. It was a game there that we should have had for the taking. First half, I think it was 20, 20 shots we had. We only um, converted eight. So we should have been well out of sight. So the girls can do nothing but blame themselves. But we love to fight another day. We'll go back to the drawing board. Obviously, maybe do more shooting drills and see if they'll put it over the bar instead of hitting into the corner flag. We love to fight another day. Um, it could have been door shut there only we got that free at the end but again we should have reacted quicker with the 13 seconds to go you never know we could have got a pot shot and and stole it but two weeks to go um you shouldn't have to lift anybody for an all-ireland final like it, it doesn't matter what way it ends you're you're still here and you're raring to go supposedly it was outside the box somebody shouted it was outside the box so again i can't really I was watching it from up on the, the screen anyway, like. but again, yeah, Marie O'Neill was through, she scored a cracker um, goal in the first half and then she hit the post in the second. And then a couple of minutes later, they went up the and, and got that, yeah, so, so bloody 17 year olds, like, you know, you'd think they would do something in Croke Park. You can be disappointed, but at the same time, as I said, we love to fight another day. The, some of the girls are, got it, that they haven't performed themselves to know that some things they were doing right and wrong and just didn't show up on the day or whatever. But again, that's that's just a rub of the green that we hit a crossbar or hit a wide and they go up and, and punish us, um, which we knew would happen. Our defence, I thought, was pretty good today. But again, we'll have to convert a bit more there. I don't think the occasion got to them. I think it's girls have off days um, so last year I think they just it was just too much hype and too much occasion whatever whereas this year we kind of try to seal underneath the, and just come in and just enjoy it but realise that it's a grass pitch with two posts and, and go at it that way so definitely an improvement the girls didn't start playing last year to the second half whereas I still think they didn't play well in the first half with the possession we'll have um, so I'm, I'm waiting to see the stats there but the girls will be kicking themselves whenever well I'll be kicking them up and down the pitch probably on Tuesday night now they will be kicking themselves that um, they didn't get across the line but there's more positives than negatives. There is. There's there's a there's a lot of positives there. Like Tosh is one of the best defenders about, and she got that simbin, and she first thing she said, "Sorry, I'm honest. It's like it's fine. You save us all the time, so don't worry about it." That simbin, though, you extended your lead. Yeah. You know, despite the numerical disadvantage. So we have a lot of 
fit girls and girls get move and run off the shoulder, which is beneficial. You're just kind of panicking then of filling in them holes. If you're missing the legs of Tosh, she'll be one of our man markers, so you're kind of going right, switch others around. That's your Shatanis and had a brilliant game. We, we go again and, and we see who's who's up for the challenge. Like, as we said, it'll be a clean slate, be 15 girls fighting for the places again, and, and that's it. Michelle McGee will be back, unless it's Commonwealth's over yet, is it? <laughs> uh, she, she'll be back, so Michelle will be back in, so she's another addition. Point at the end as well, it means that you know, the next game, having said that's it, we got a draw out of it worse for Manor. Yeah, you, you could have looked at it either way. They stole it of us with what five minutes to go, and then we nicked it back of them. So you could look at it either way. One team will be got it, and the other team will be whatever. But you know, Michelle will be a big addition. I forgot about her. Not that point into account, how were the girls at the moment at the final whistle? Because it's a game you could have lost and probably should have won. They actually didn't realise it wasn't going extra time. That Kayla was rallying them in and going, as is like, Kayla, Kayla, calm down. It's ex- it's going to replay, like, and she's arguing. It's like, Kayla, it's not. Just calm down. Like, they were ready to go again for extra time because I think our fitness probably would have told in that. But it's it's fresh day. Everybody um, will just go at it. Somebody had mentioned it could be in Clonus, so we'll we'll see how it goes, like. The All-Ireland Intermediate Final, Leash won 13, Wexford won 11. Leash claimed the Intermediate title for the first time since 2000. I chatted to Leash boss Tony Brennan and Wexford manager Lizzie Kent. Lizzie, I suppose nine points behind at half-time. It was a big mountain to climb. You fought back really well, but just unfortunate in the end. I just think we just didn't keep the scoreboard ticking in the first half, you know. Um, Leash got a good start. We didn't kind of get our get our rhythm or get our flow early doors, you know. Just missed time passes, a few little different things. But look, we, we went in at half time, and as soon as I suppose we, we just reset. We didn't have any intention, I suppose, at that stage of throwing in the towel. And I suppose very much, you know, we came out and we, we put, I suppose, maybe a bit more of a performance in relation to what we're able to do um, in the second half. And I think maybe if we'd had a couple of more minutes, maybe we could have, uh, maybe we could have snuck over the line. Yeah, a couple of goal chances there, but you have to say unleash defenders. Yeah, I thought they were terrific. I thought they were terrific. And look at to mount up a, a nine-point score in the first half. And probably look at to be fair, they had a couple of wides. But in that, to be fair, a little bit of credit to our girls in relation to that and how we defended. But yeah, look at they could have probably been further ahead at halftime. But they defended with their lives, even though it was last-minute emergency defending. You know the stuff I love to see my teams doing. So not so much the opposition, but a credit to Leash. You know, worthy champions on the day. Some of the frees that you got, either went short, took the wrong option should you just have went and put them over the bar and just see how things went absolutely there? yeah no absolutely and you know then things happen in the heat of a battle and you know sometimes you, you don't catch it or it's maybe that's not the decision that you're making but that's the execution and look I never fault my players at all in relation to what they're trying to do you know we give them freedom out there to make decisions and you know if they do that and look at sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't I know because in all fairness that performance in the second half it must have given you great I know, unfortunately, in the end you lost by a couple of points, but for them to come out, nothing to lose, and just go out and put in that performance. I think we, we, we've talked about all year, our performance is, is something that we kind of build ourselves on in our performance indicators, and we wouldn't have been happy about any of that at halftime, but I never doubted that we were going to come out and do that in the second half. I never doubted that we were going to chip away and not throw in the towel. I suppose, look, you could argue maybe last year, maybe we did throw in the towel a little bit. So, look, I'm, I'm hugely proud to, to represent that group and that collective, um, you know, the character in it. Like, I'm, I'm devastated for them because, and, and no team, I suppose, deserves an All-Ireland, but I really feel that this team, this team does, and they're a fantastic group and you know a credit to work and I'm glad that people got to see what we're capable of doing you know what I mean the, the first half wouldn't have been a fair reflection in relation to what these girls are capable of
you look at the job that Leash did as well on Ashley because everyone was looking at Ashley Murphy. You know, you can't really pick out one player, but they've done a great job on um, marshalling her. Yeah, I think they, they they did a great job in, in a number of areas as well. You know what I mean? And as in, they cut off a little bit of that supply and and they cut off a couple of other areas. I suppose in the second half we found ways to maybe try and work around that. And look, I think someone blocked the ball with their head, and I think somebody else made a diving block. So you know, I mean, you have to credit them in relation to and credit our girls for getting ourselves into those positions but look not to be on the day. We were talking about Meave on the way over and look at how you know their journey started they could never get over that intermediate and you know you have to you know lose a few before you kind of appreciate winning I know it's not easy after that you know your second defeat in a row but you can as I said take heart and then you can look at how other teams have progressed over the last number of years. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I suppose I'd worked the mini-games in Croke Park when, when Mead were uh, maybe one or two of those defeats, and I remember the devastation with that crew. I remember we've obviously played against them a little bit back at intermediate level. So, look, I have a full belief in this group and in this collective and in Wexford Ladies Football. Um, like, we're devastated today. There's no point in dressing that up. You know, we've worked ferociously hard all year, as most teams do, but I suppose when you get here, you'd, you'd love to just get over the line. But, look, absolutely, there's no doubt that the future is bright for, for this crew but it doesn't get handed to you that's for sure so it's it's a reset and a refocus and, and and drive on again you know I mean we'd like to be back playing senior football but I suppose let me put on record I'd like to congratulate Leash I thought yeah. they had an excellent performance today as well I know it's not easy but Wexford really lit up the championship this year you know I think the best two teams really in the championship were in the final today and then that second half definitely gave us supporters and um, something to talk about yeah well look at us in and I'm going to look at any time we play it always seems to be uh, it always seems to be an edge of your seat type I met my family over there and they're like Jesus our hearts again you know so um, I know we played them last year it was edge of your seat stuff and obviously the Leinster championship was the same but look at um, and today look at us they I said, didn't want extra time so you <laughs> know them with extra time <laughs> well look at us in um, I suppose look at if we'd had another few minutes you know who knows but say credit to Leash they got themselves in a really good position and they, they closed out the game well so can I say Donny you finally reached the promised land I think your first half performance was the one that laid the foundations yeah and look at I suppose we, we encourage you know we're, we're all fashioned in terms of the way we like to play so maybe a nine or a ten point lead it didn't matter I suppose the girls were a little bit nervous but I feel we, we were dominating the game we just weren't converting our chances and even coming in at half time I don't know if it's eight or nine points we just wanted to go out in the second half and, and to win the match by 17 or 18 if we were able to but look at Wexford hung in there they got a goal near the end and I suppose this Leash team um, since I've been involved we, we win the hard way but look at we win It was always going to be a different game in the second half Wexford had nothing to lose they had to go out there and show a bit of fight but your girls they were just resolute at the back there were no doubt and I, I, if you listen to all the so-called experts and the reporters there would have been a lot of criticism going towards our backs that we were able to we have magical forwards and we were able to put up big scores but I think our full back line were absolutely outstanding. They won every 50-50 ball, every 60-40 ball against them. They brought it out and they laid the foundations for the forwards to, to do their job. And look, they were a bit off colour in the first half. First game in Crow Park, I think um, we'll, we'll excuse them that. Looking back at your semi-final and when Claire asked questions of you, you answered them. That performance going into this game, was that something that really helped you? Yeah, I'll be honest, it took us a long time to answer them questions in the semi-final and I was feeling down in myself in the first half and I, look, at it, I'm, I'm only new to management as well and I, I will say I probably didn't give the girls enough leadership in the first half as well. Um, I was sort of feeling down with them 
But luckily enough, we, we broke up the field, we got a score, we got another score, and it gave us a lift. Like We came in at half-time, we were two points down in extra time, and it felt like we were winning the game because the girls had that little bit of momentum. You don't just win the semi-final and the final on, on the day. It's all the hard work that the girls have done, sticking to the principles that we had all year. And look, at they had the fitness and they had enough in the attack and they had the want, do you know? The want is the big thing to when, when the going got tough in, in the semi-final, that, that they had it. I suppose today was a different game. We led all the time, but... When the need was greatest, Leash ladies in the semi-final responded and, and, and they never looked back today. You kind of fell into this job, but I tell you, you must be so satisfied that you did answer the call and that uh, you were able to get that All-Ireland for Leash. I went to a few club matches in Leash and I said, God, the standard of ladies football must have been really high that Leash were, were in a relegation match. And I suppose I got the job then and... First of all, I couldn't get the, the players I wanted in, and I said, "God, this is going to be to be tough." And look, it started slowly. We, we, we. I suppose turning point for for me, and I'll openly admit it. There always has to be a turning point. We played Kildare in my first year in the last match, and. I think we won the game, even though we got knocked out of the championship. It, it gave the girls, we got around in a huddle after, and we said a few things, and, and you know, the next year, everyone came back. Last year, we didn't get a good run at it either, you know, with, with COVID, we had a short run in, but I think the girls enjoyed it, and they enjoyed the way we play and we go about it. And the one thing with me is like, I, you know, some girls got on the pitch today, some girls didn't, but it doesn't matter. Everybody is treated fairly and treated evenly. And I will say the county board have, have provided a lot of stuff for the girls this year in terms of structure and, and only rightly so and I think the girls got their just rewards this year every winning team or the manager does it you know the girls done all the hard work they have to come training they have to dedicate their, their time and their effort and not just on the match day not just on training day so much outside of that like their nutrition their rest their recovery do you know how they live their lives outside of this is, is very important and they got their, their just reward today you can see the relationship with yourselves the backroom staff and the team, you were very much a one. Yeah, no doubt. And I suppose a funny story and, and to, something I take great pride in today. A few years ago, my niece was coming up to the All-Ireland final and she was wearing a Dublin jersey. And I says, who do you play for? Do you know, do you play for Leash or do you play for Dublin? Or it says, if Leash are in the All-Ireland final, you want to see Dublin players coming in Leash jerseys. And I suppose the proudest moment was, was the amount of blue and white out there today. I think we took a Hovercrow Park, like, you know, and pride, let it be a girl or a boy, everybody is, is, is going to be inspired by this and, and the feeling of wanting to play for Leash and representing Leash in Crow Park. Being proud of my county, like, I know John Milan have a, has a famous saying, I love my county, county like, yeah. and I think Leash, Leash, when they come to Crow Park, we overachieve. We get it hard to get here, but when we come here, we're resilient and we're tough and we overperform when we're here for such a small county taking on, I suppose, the, yeah. the big guns. And when we get here, we, we like to perform. Well, you'll be taking on the big guns next year now, you will. You're now a senior team. Yeah, and, and look at, I think that's the big challenge for, for this group, you know. How, how badly do they want it? Do they want to come back next year and, and, you know, close that gap? We played Kerry and we played Armagh this year, so we know the challenge that lies ahead. The girls, if they put the mind to it, put in the work, we've one year of strength and conditioning over us now. Um, the two years, the three years, it takes time. But look, at I think they're looking forward to that challenge and, and look, at we'll give it a go and see where they come. The All-Ireland Senior Final, Kerry won 8, Meath 3-10.
Meath claim back-to-back titles. I spoke to Meath manager Eamon Murray and wing-back Avian Cleary and also a despondent Dara Long, part of the Kerry management team. How right, long Dara. do you take when you've got all of us surrounding you like sharks. after that? Um, your thoughts? Very disappointing. Um, we came up here full of belief, full of confidence that we could come away with a victory. I thought we got a fantastic start. Well, I think we went 1-2 to a point up within the first maybe 9-10 minutes. Gave away a very silly goal. Emma Troy seems to be our nemesis in the league final. I think she got 1-1-0-2 as well 12 months ago. thought we competed really well in the first half. Again, started the second half quick, got two scores on the board and then just sloppy mistakes from ourselves, especially first half and second half, sloppy mistakes, led to stupid turnover ball and, and look, they came down and looked fair play to me. I think Eamon said during the week that they've timed their run to perfection and look, they kicked, what was it, 3-10 in the end. They're all Ireland champions for a reason, um, but look, hugely proud of our group of girls. I think we've come an awful long way in 12 months from Mallow last year in a relegation battle and um, yeah, just hugely disappointed. They were able to hit when you had the chances and they broke, they were able to get the scores. Yeah, they were. Oh, look, they have Vicky Wall, they have Emma Duggan, Neve Sullivan came to life today. Uh, I think Avian Lee at wing back was absolutely outstanding today. Or the Lally in the middle field. Yeah, look, they came across their scores. I won't say particularly easy, I thought her, some, our defen- some of our defenders uh, had quite good games. Um, look, we had to work probably really hard for our for our scores, but look, that there was we weren't under, under any illusion that, that was going to be the case today with the way Mead set up. I thought we got some nice turnovers high up the field and then we caused them awful problems when we kind of broke quick. We just weren't clinical enough in front of goals, which has been a real plus for us over the last five or six games. Do you know, we'd uh, very high conversion rate coming into the day and just for one reason or another, the, the, the post eluders. The pressure that you put me under as well, they had to up their game, so it shows how tough you made it for them. Look, we asked the girls to be no shrinking violets out there today. Look, they left everything they had out there. Um, I, I think Mead showed us a lot of respect to. I don't think they thought it was going to be an easy game today. Um, I think we've proven a lot of you folks wrong over the last 12 months. We've been written off countless times in every game this year um, and this group has stood up the 36 girls out there have put in a huge shift since the 1st of November last year I'm looking myself and Declan are just immensely proud of what they've done um, and, and look I think we've put Kerry ladies football back on the map the support the travels to support those girls today was phenomenal and not something that we had expected look we're, we're back where we want to be next year in Division 1 football we have a bit of work to do as we said to the group outside there look we've We've lost two games this year, but we've learned an awful lot in those two losses. So, look, we'll take this on the chin. We'll go away and we'll enjoy our group for the next couple of days. And, look, we'll come back and, and we are, our aim is to get back here again next I year. I say it's something to build on, isn't it, really? Definitely. I Look, we, we've been building for three years. Um, I think Mark's there in front of me. He knows. He was there the first night that we were appointed and where Kerry Ladies Football was at that time. And... It's not down to myself or Dick or anything like that. It's down to this group of girls who really bought into um, a management team who were really positive, played a lovely brand of football. We thought, yeah, look, we had so many people on the phone to us over the last two weeks saying that we'd have to adapt to play Mead and all this. But no, we had to be true to what got us here to an All-Ireland final, that free, fast-flowing football, um, aggressive football, which is... You know, I, I think we showed that we had that today and glimpses just didn't show it enough. Um, but yeah, look, as I said, Kerry Ladies is definitely back on the map and, and we're a team to be, to be reckoned with over the next couple of years.
Murray, it takes a good team to win in All-Ireland and it takes an even better team to retain it. Yeah, but they're, they're a very special bunch. So It takes a very special bunch to do that, though, to go two in a row. And uh, like we started the year off quietly, won the league, not without playing well, and started a championship then. Look at the draw, point up, we're, we're getting better and better. We kept the best of the last again today. So. And it was good to, to give us a handy day out, so not be sweating at the end. You did say that, that your preparations had it timed exactly, and it was timed to this day. The perfection, yeah. And we knew that. We weren't that worried during the week. Like, uh, look at the strange times to be a, a mead football manager, so uh, it can only help the future. Look at that crowd we had there today, it was amazing. My God. There was no one left. It's, all, it's worthwhile doing it for them alone. Like. And you got a bit emotional as well. Yeah, you have to get that. You're losing players and stuff, so. You'll probably be good enough to win three or four in a row, but we won't. But we'll, we'll uh, worry about that next week. But it has been a fantastic few years for me, football, when you look at where you have been and the journey that you've been on. Ah, yeah, it, it has been. Uh, I think we showed Kerry and a few other teams that it can be done. And uh, Kerry probably taught during the week that uh, they know all of our system and how we play. So Dublin taught the same last year, but when you hit this system, you know all about it. Like, like Kerry have been held to what's 1718 mm. for a long, long time. So. We got the goals today, that's our highest score going a long line. You know, a slow start, but as was in the Donegal game, you just were able to up your performance. You know, you have that in you, you can switch your game around. Yeah, and then that was, uh, we hit three or four, maybe five balls short as well, and that didn't help, so uh, it, it left a bit harder even, I suppose, you know. Aveen, to win one All-Ireland special, but to back it up and to retain that title, something else. It's just magic, to be honest. Like it's really indescribable the feeling now. And when the final whistle went, like I couldn't even, I didn't even know what to think. Like it was just, yeah, it really is incredible and something, yeah, that will definitely remember forever. Is it in some ways special even this year the fact that you know you retained it because you were the team to beat this year? Yeah, it was definitely um, a different mindset coming into this year, and we were well aware of that. And it's something we probably talked about a lot and worked on a lot um, with our brilliant psychologists and stuff. And um, we knew this year was going to be, you know, even ten times harder than last year was. And last year was tough, you know, making the step up to senior and stuff. We were a bit of the unknown team, and people probably didn't know that much about us. But um, coming into this year, we knew that everyone knew every single thing about us, our strengths, our weaknesses, everything. So we knew it was going to be so much tougher than it ever was before. Um, but I think we thrived off that. You know, we didn't have a single easy game. Like every every game we had, every team really, really put it up to us. But you know, that's what you want, and we were really tested in, in every game. But I think that's what we learned so much from, and I think that's what helped us deliver that performance out there today. The nights when you wondered, was it all worth it? You know, the dark days for me. These days, must really say to yourself, you know, I'm glad I stuck at it. Uh, absolutely, you know, I, I think it really is. Thinking back to like even a few years ago when I would have first come into the panel and stuff, it's just. I don't know, it's flipped upside down, like it's just completely different and yeah there were times that were hard and you know losing two intermediate All-Ireland finals like they were really really tough days especially the second one against yeah. Tip like that was really hard to take but it's all so worth it now and, and even though we lost and as hard as it was at the time I think we learned so much from those losses and you know I'm not sure if we'd be here today without them losses so yeah they we, we like I think we had a great mindset afterwards, good core group of us has stuck together over the last number of years and there's been great consistency and stuff so yeah We've just we've really put our heads together. We knew where we wanted to get to, and thankfully we've we've got there. Shauna mentioned about the whole panel, the 38, and your backroom staff. You really are a team, aren't you? Oh, absolutely! Like it's 
honestly just an incredible incredible group to be part of you know every single player every single member of the background team like the county boards wanters everyone it's just it really is a really special group and like I'll, like I'll always just feel so pr- privileged to be part of it and be part of these days and be part of this group because it really is it's an amazing team to be part of and like yeah the whole panel has just been incredible like and even like the competition and stuff whenever the lads were going to name the panel like you'd, you'd have no idea like there were so many girls fighting for every spot like it was just but like that's what really drove us on and it's been brilliant you know increasing our panel and stuff over the years that like everyone's really like pushing each other training and stuff and that's what's brought us on so much Eamon Murray he's a manager but is he also like a father figure to you? Yeah Eamon like god he's just brilliant um, and you know he'll always say it and it's it's really important that he always wants us to go out and, and like enjoy our football and stuff and we definitely do like as a group we have so much fun together we have we work really really hard obviously but we also have a laugh and stuff at training and you know that that's something that Eamon really believes in and really implements so yeah it's it's really special We've seen an emotional Eamon Murray as well today Yeah well I'm not surprised <laughs> um, I think yeah it's a bit of an emotional day for, or yeah. emotional day for a lot of people like it's just it's so special um, you know last year was just incredible but this is just I don't know another level I guess and I and think with Covid and everything and the support you had it was just absolutely phenomenal Oh yeah like the support is just unbelievable and to be honest all throughout the year it's been incredible like we were playing league games I remember we played a league game against Dublin in Park Talton and you know there was actually like not really much on the line that day we, we'd both qualified for a semi-final already but Park Talton was, was packed out we'd, we'd never had a crowd like that in Park Talton before you know going back a few years we'd have just our parents maybe at the games whereas this year like the support was just absolutely incredible people were following us all around the country so many kids and stuff always come to get their jerseys signed and it's so nice to see like as a team to be inspiring younger generations and stuff and that means so much to us so, I was yeah. going to say that yes, and even talking yeah. to people at Captain's Day they were talking about me with the team they want to be you know teams are aspiring to be me it's lovely it's a really nice place to be in and it's, it's really nice to know that we're a team now that's inspiring other people inspiring younger generations of football you know we've got the sport we've got like through me and everywhere really over the past year since since we won last year has just been phenomenal it's mind-blowing really um, but and I don't know if we really realise the impact we've had you know some people do tell us and stuff but it, it means an awful lot to us that we know we can be having a positive impact on younger girls and other footballers and stuff and inspiring them to play football and get involved you can enjoy tonight and sure then you can think about three in a row oh yeah we'll enjoy it for sure I was lucky to catch up with Emma Duffy from the42.ie to chat about the games. Emma, after a long year, the TG Carroll Ireland Ladies Finals were held yesterday. We now have champions in two grades, intermediate and senior, and the junior ended in a draw, Antrim and Fermanagh. They'll have to meet again now on the 13th of August. Antrim, after they went two points behind, kind of got into their stride. Fermanagh a little bit slow in it. But we'll talk about how Fermanagh got back into the game and kind of questions over their penalty. Yeah, I suppose the whole day started with a bang with the junior final. It was fantastic. I, 
I wasn't in Croker for it. I watched it um, from home. thought the coverage was excellent, as it always is. Um, but yeah, a really exciting game to start us off. I suppose both teams know each other so, so well. That showed on the big stage, didn't it? A chance to go again for both of them now and see time for better or for worse. I do think Antrim in particular might be a little bit disappointed. But then obviously they, they got that push as well um, at the end to, to level things up. But yeah, I suppose for Mana maybe could have been home and home. Then after Emer Smith, fantastic points. They could have, I suppose, maybe kept the ball. It was an exciting one, it definitely was. Antrim maybe could have had a little more uh, hay made in the first half than, than they did. But to, to both teams' credit, they, they both struck at it. And as you say, that, that penalty call now, from what I saw, the, I thought it was outside the area myself. Mm. Penalty was given, and, and who better to step up the place than Emer Smith to dispatch it perfectly? And she really stood up at the big moment for Fermanagh, mm. as she has through the years. Like, that last score that she got was fantastic. It was really well worth the high bike goals, the confidence in herself to put it over yeah. from there. With with the seconds ticking down on the clock, she's just a fantastic player. She backs herself and she obviously puts in a huge, huge amount of work and that showed on the big stage. And yeah, I thought she was she was fantastic for, for Fermanagh. She stepped up when they really needed her. Likewise in Antrim, and I suppose you mentioned starting half to go for that ball to I thought it was a beauty. Top in, top poses, stamp. You couldn't place the ball any better. Uh, and then in the second half, obviously, she had a, a goal chance come off the post too, which was at a critical juncture in the game. If that had to have gone in, we could have been looking at a, a very different outcome. But uh, yeah, an exciting game. Certainly a bang. And, and then what followed certainly didn't disappoint in Baker. Leash their first half. I suppose that nine-point lead that they had going in at the break laid the foundations for the win but great credit to Wexford you know they came out nothing to lose they made a game of it yeah to be fair to Wexford I was very very impressed with their fight back yeah. um, I suppose particularly after last year like a 25 point beating in an All-Ireland final obviously isn't the, the nicest thing to ever happen like like they say so far since the West Side Heroes win the loneliest place to lose worst place to lose and I think the players were, were obviously very keen of avoiding that feeling again this year but ultimately they didn't unfortunately it was their first half performance of that in game Leash I thought were fantastic they just came out of the block um, all guns blazing their, their forwards and well documented this year and Ernie and, and Ron Fitzpatrick in particular kind of feeling the headlines I think you know how solid they were defensively with Marcus yesterday as well um, like even they, they could have been further ahead at half time um, only for only for a little bit of wayward shooting at times and a few wide but yeah to Westwood's credit they, they really came back into it you know they weren't going to be down without a fight and I think I suppose that's probably Down, Westford really needed something, and, and up just 
this talisman who's yeah. done so much for the country through the years. You'd hope that this team will stick together. So I don't know what the story is in Lizzie Kent and her management team. I know there were a question mark since it was saying last year for any busy ladies, but it is a question of, of whether this group will go again. We hope they will. We hope that they will be back. But not to take anything away from each deserving winners in the end. And I think they led expertly by Ashton Donner has been, you know, just a road to win any Ireland final. And then the big one. Kerry started off great and I suppose they needed that start but Meath showed why they're champions and Eamon Murray had said in the semi-final that the way they had been preparing they were just at the right time there and then we just saw takes a good team to win one All-Ireland then to back it up is a great team. Yeah, I think you've, you've hit the nail on the head there with only after Meath did show their greatness yesterday obviously they were probably some some questions and, and maybe some doubts from certain corners that it could have been a, a one-hit wonder last year. They could have been a flash of the fan. They certainly dispelled any of those notions yesterday on the biggest stage. Like it's well documented that they they maybe didn't hit the heights that they they did last season. So far this year in the championship, you said, and like Ian and Murray said after the semi-final, they timed their run to perfection, and I suppose they probably did save the best of last. Yeah, the, the one two um, conceded early do- early doors like within seven minutes. I think it was that could knock any team. But you know, me stuck to their process, stuck to their history, got up and running, and I think they they wound off the next one six without replies from Kerry. One of the champions, they, they don't do panic, uh, and that showed like their their big game experience, their know how that all just came to the fore yesterday, and obviously Kerry. Contesting their first final since 2012, and um, they came in with a lot of momentum on their side, and they've had a fantastic year. But it, yesterday was just a, a, maybe a bridge too far. But that meat system is just so so tough to play against. Like they say, I know Mur- Murray has said it himself, but a lot of players. And um, yeah, that's it. Like you know, Mead obviously. Nico Sullivan was named player of the match yesterday, scored one team that day. There were a lot of players that really stepped up with you all, Avian Cleary, huge, huge performances from a lot of the girls, but it was all about the team performance. Like, you know, it, it doesn't matter who's doing this for and everyone has a job and everyone knows their job inside out and there's that collective buy in. And I think that that was just the difference yesterday and to finish it in style with those two moves from from Sullivan and Bridgetta Lynch off the bench as well they just saw it out really professionally and look it, it wasn't the perfect second half performance by any means or manner like they had, they had plenty of odds they had a few drops short but that didn't matter they they had a job to be done they got it done and they, and they saw it out expertly didn't they a friend of mine texted me now he didn't see the first game and he couldn't believe it, you know, he was saying about the football and the skill and it's great to see how ladies football now is capturing people's imagination. Yeah, absolutely. I've had a few texts as well, my friends and people that wouldn't be well in tune with the game, but obviously just jump on the T V yesterday. Perfect opportunity obviously to sit back and watch a bit of ball and they were just so impressed with what they saw and even I was speaking with a friend there and we were just talking about the junior player in particular and the standard in yep. junior that's just gone through the roof. Like a few years back, you wouldn't be paying a whole quite of attention to it. You know, even if you were going to the matches, you might just head for the senior. That was it. That was the big one. The standard in that junior match yesterday, the level of score taken and the massive turnovers and just the, the, the effort from both teams 
it was fantastic to see and obviously we're, we're very lucky that we'll get the same now in two weeks time as they go out again but yeah I just I think lady football has just come on keeps playing tenfold in the last few years it's incredible the work that they've put in in, in every county across the country and um, obviously the six teams that made it to the biggest day in the calendar there still get the I suppose the most recognition and, and rightly so but everything has everything has done the moment so so much and obviously that, that senior final yesterday like I thought it was fantastic to see even I, I got the bus down and the amount of people in these yeah. county jerseys particularly one thing that really struck me Janice was a lot of lads in their 20s in their in their meat jerseys heading off to the post beforehand having a few points and going into the game exactly the same way as they drew the men's game which is just incredible to see because it's not something that we saw as recently even as five years back I'd say fellas that age maybe would have scoffed and laughed at that ladies football but now they're, they're the biggest supporters and they realise that the exact same level of, of work of dedication of commitment if not more is going in and you know you're getting a really really good product a really good spectacle and it's well worth the entry fee the names like like Vicky Wall like Emma Duggan like Louise Newhart lighting it up on the biggest stage and it's it's just been it's been incredible and and yesterday I think it all came to the fore and on the biggest stage which is great the crowd I just thought the atmosphere was absolutely brilliant the sunshine it was just a perfect day wasn't it yeah it really was and you know, the weekend had been a little bit miserable up mm. to that point with the weather, the rain, and I was thinking, oh, God, like, this will obviously turn people away. It's a long day as it is without getting absolutely soaked while you're out and about. But, yeah, 46,440 is the number, um, the final attendance. Where do we go on um, all things considered, like, bank holiday weekend, obviously the men's final last week, particularly for Kerry, a lot of fans maybe would have travelled to that, and could have easily said, oh no, we leave this one off, we watch Chantelli. Yeah, obviously need support their team so, so well. Yeah. That's kind of just all been a knock-on effect the last year's success, hasn't it been? Like, even the league games, they've been so, so well supported. Like, I love seeing that that big flag, the hashtag love me, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's great to see with completion on it here then with, with Antrim and Fermanagh. I'd great big contingents travel up from those counties. And yeah, phenomenal atmosphere, as you say. Obviously, the, the senior final, most people were there for that one. I think people were coming and going for, for other games. and There was a lot going on, obviously, with the, the underage games, getting it from others and others. Just, it's a festival of football. Teams being honoured, Monaghan and Waterford, fantastic to see too. Brilliant day. It's just, with electric in there in Pro Park. And maybe in previous years, it would have all just been, you know, obviously there's the the, the foghorns and, and the screaming kids and, and you'll get that every year but maybe that we've moved on from that a lot as well it's not just both loads of kids going it's girls and fellas in their 20s going along to watch it it's young and old I think there's been such a shift that was definitely reflected in the atmosphere Aren't we so lucky that we get to cover these games? 100% and like, you kind of do have to pinch yourself at times I know it sounds a little bit um, a little bit corny or a little bit cliche yeah. but yeah it's incredible like the best day of the year for me without a shadow of a doubt uh, and there is something special about just Ireland final day and the ladies in particular but just covering any lady football game is, is a pleasure and a joy whether it's you know the first round is league whether it's the latter stage 
championship and yeah I think you said it perfectly there we, we are very very lucky to be able to, to come with these games fantastic and I think just to, to echo Benjamin said already massive congratulations to, to me and to Leash um, definitely deserving All-Ireland champions in both parades there and then absolutely buzzing to see from Ireland and I'm trying to go at it again and I think you know, it'll be, it'll be great too because there'll be a little bit more coverage coming into it. And um, the, the intercounty ladies football season has has ended otherwise, so there'll be a lot of eyes definitely on this one. I'm not sure if the venue has been confirmed yet, but definitely one that we'll have to lock a stick into the diary and, and hopefully get to. It'll be from Anna and from Part Five. Isn't it mad to think that they'll be playing for the <laughs> fifth time? And poor old James Daly is gone off today to get married and uh, he was due back on the 13th of August so uh, it'll be interesting to see if his wife allows him to kind of take the honeymoon and shorten it a little bit and come back with uh, James is one of those guys he's so into it isn't he he's just been involved with so many teams through the years he's done so much for the game in Ulster particularly I was just watching the videos Jerome Quinn did with him during the week and then obviously after also, uh, the final whistle yesterday and he was going with his wife and um, other people in the family had been out, out in Marshall I think it was yeah. Saturday maybe they went Friday or Saturday and he obviously had to stay back for the All-Ireland final but now he's talking about having to cut the honey yeah. short <laughs> That's just the joys of it all, isn't it? <laughs> Listen, Emma, thank you so much and thank you for your coverage of the ladies' game. Thanks so much for having me on, Denise. Really enjoyed the podcast every week. This weekend, it's the Camogie All-Ireland Finals and on Saturday at 1pm in Inneskeen, it's Tyrone against Wicklow in the Nancy Murray Cup Final. Sunday the 7th of August and all these games are in Crow Park at 12pm in the Glen Dimplex All-Ireland Premier Junior Championship Final and from Tigon Armagh at 2pm in the All-Ireland Intermediate Final, Cork play Galway and at 4.15 it's the meeting of Cork and Kilkenny in the All-Ireland Senior Final. The second round of the Women's FEI Cup takes place on Saturday and a huge well done to England on winning the Euros. It takes the women to finally bring football home. As always, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Medell Healthcare. So, until next week, long before.